This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another episode of the How To Podcast. Uh, First off, I am Luke Anderson. Uh, This is Ben Abbey. Uh, We are your your guides on this journey. So we made a commitment in the last podcast that... uh, that we're going to uh, do these uh, adventures, and yep. uh, Ben, you set up the last podcast. We're going sunstone hunting. Uh, yep. If you listen to that podcast, if you've already listened to the podcast, or you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it. It's very weather dependent. Yep, and and and, and the well, weather panned out as Oregon does. Like, yeah, that, that's. I didn't, I like, the thing was, is when I was saying like, yeah, we'll see, you know, cause you and I were talking about, we scheduled the weekend that yep. we were going to go February like, somethings we were going to go. Yep. 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 We we're going to go mid Feb. And ultimately knowing that the previous year I had done it in January and February. Yep. And I, in the time that, from the time that we recorded that last podcast to the time that we were supposed to go, I went over there and there was a little, a little skiff of snow little permafrost it would have been gone normally pretty quick needed a couple warm days it would have been gone um literally the weekend that we were gonna go it it dumped a good eight inches that weekend and i was i called yeah and i told you this story so i and i think that our listeners will appreciate this story i called the small town of plush there is a store there and that's the (laughs) nearest town right and uh it's a town of 52 people i love Uh, that it's so tiny. And I've been in this store with my son. We had we had a, a warm meal there. And I've been there before as a child also. But I know the layout. And it's a, it's like a convenience store slash bar. It's slash probably the post gallery. office. Yeah, post yeah. office. I mean, it's everything. Yeah. It is the hub for these 52 uh, folks that live out there that are primarily cattle farmers. Yep. And uh, I'm on the phone with a lady named, uh, I believe her name was Denise. And... <laughs> Denise picks up and it's, it's definitely a landline. That's the other thing too. Oh, this yeah, is yeah. 100% a landline that I'm on the phone with. And so when I say picks up the phone, she you can hear she, the like, receiver. Go, yeah. 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 Nostalgia just kicking the receiver in. being placed on the bar tab or on the bar yeah. as she walked away. Cause so, and I asked the question, I asked Denise, I was like, okay, oh, yeah, hi, you know, I'm looking to come out and do some sunstoning. And I was curious about your guys' weather. And she's like, oh yeah, we got eight inches today. And it's supposed to be, you know, another another set of storms coming. And I said, okay, yeah, no problem. And I was like, you know, as, as I got that information, my next stage was, 
as you and I had talked about, we wanted to talk to somebody from sure. the spectrum of mine. And so I'm doing my homework, right? I'm, yep. I'm doing, I was like, Hey, can I, uh, can I get a number that you guys have for a contact for the spectrum mine? Cause you know, when you look it up online, it's it, it, it very obscure. Sure. Very yeah. obscure. Well, it's, it's, it's a sunstone mining operation yeah. outside of plush Oregon population 52. Really? It's not like they don't have. It's not what you would call front and center. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. High on the SEO, the charts. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, she says, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. And she she puts the phone down on the bar, right? And she, I can hear in the backdrop, Tattle farmers, big boisterous voices, you know, talking about their dairy. They, they're probably it's it's cold outside. They came in for a beer. Yep. It's ten o'clock in the morning. They're they're it's they're just vibing with the day because there ain't gonna be nothing getting done with this fresh snow coming in, sure. right? So they're 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 just jaw jacking at the bar, and I I I loved hearing it. So Denise comes back and she's clearly holding a piece of paper. Right. Yep. I, I can I, I can envision what this is. <laughs> That's the best part. So she's on the phone. With me. She goes, OK, yeah, I got a number right here. And then she turns to what I believe a gentleman's name was Terry. Hey, Terry. Terry's likely the 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 owner of said sure. of said establishment. Maybe perhaps husband also having she's, a beer. She says, hey, Terry, what number are we handing out for uh, for Spectrum Mine now? And she's got, she definitely has a list, yep. right? Like there's a list that she's looking at and she must've pointed to something. And, and Terry says, no, 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 not that one. Ralph's dead. <laughs> and, and just, just total silence after that. And in my mind, I'm like, I need to hear the story. Of, yeah. yeah, yeah. How, like, did Ralph die in the mine? Like, <laughs> like where, where are we? The mining accident. Right, All a mining accident. Like how? Like so, he was your point of contact, and now he is not. We need to discuss that. I want to know more. Well, but the other question I have is, how often are we referring to that list where someone <laughs> just it passes, and then they're like, "Oh, I, you know, I haven't. I have to go grab the list. I get, That's I get it. one call a year, or you know, let me knock or, the cobwebs off. Or, or maybe, maybe it's every ten years. Yeah, right. This, 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 like, you're exactly like, right. How long has Ralph been out? Yeah, we need to, that's information that's need to know information yeah. for me now. Well, and, when when uh, when we when we finally make it down to Plush, we will find Denise and Terry and we will yeah. uh we will we'll, we'll bring some uh, recording equipment. We'll do the whole thing. Um uh, but I, I I we will we will eventually make it on that adventure the the weather uh has not cooperated. I mean, hell, I mean, it's been frozen all of March. It has. So, and, yeah, there's and, no help. It, there is no there is an end in sight, only that summer must come. I mean, it must. At some so, point. At some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, so then I forgot to tell, I don't know if I told you this part. So then I call Hans. Hans is the, the now the point of contact. Okay, new point of contact. your mind, right? Yeah. And I'm telling him kind of our plan and, you know, wanting to talk to somebody from the Spectrum Mine. And he gives me the name of another lady that's, and he's like, oh yeah, you'll want to talk to this lady. And I have her number and. But, you know, I'm telling him that we're trying to get out there in February. He's like, y'all are crazy. It's, <laughs> it's, he's like, it's 5,000 feet of elevation and frozen right now. What, what, what are you after? Like, yeah. it ain't like in his mind, he's like, it ain't that serious, you know? Like, yeah. But, but for, for anybody that hasn't listened to the last podcast uh, yet, uh, Ben is very serious about being the first one there. That 
that's this is hey listen i appreciate that in you you're you're planning yeah because well because you you have the the frost the thaw you have the sunstones coming to the surface you're just gonna walk out there and pick up uh you know uh uh, one pounder or whatever uh yeah baseball size sunstone and then you can retire give me something (laughs) no i i am very excited about the trip and going with you because i i think it'll just be so much fun uh we'll get it scheduled but yeah as of now the month of March, as we record this at the end of March, um, spring has not sprung. No. Uh, and uh, that's just kind of where we're living at 5,000 feet of elevation. And they're, they're, oh, this, was, is, this is Eastern Oregon high desert, too. So we are on the west side of the mountains where you're going to get a little bit more uh, temperate, uh, a little more congenial yeah. weather. Uh, the coastal air. The coastal yeah, air. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so with that being said... Uh, we kind of had this mapped out a little bit. Uh, so the plan was January, uh, we we discussed Sunstones. February, we actually take the adventure. That is uh, obviously off the table now. Uh, our March conversation is planning our April trip to go mushroom hunting. Now, yeah. uh, the extent of my uh, mushroom hunting experience is I can identify the bright orange chanterelle mushroom when I am when I'm hunting in the autumn. And if I spot them, I pick them up and I throw them in my pack and I bring them back. And usually we eat them on the spot in some sort of uh, bust out a can of uh, cream of mushroom soup, throw it Mm -hmm. on top of a uh, hunk of elk or deer or sometimes beef that has been brought to camp. And we make a uh, mushroom, uh, I guess you would call it like a goulash. Yeah, like a a, a surrey. Like you're you're making like, it's, it's a little, it's a... Almost like a hash, but in more liquid form. Yeah, like but it's uh, but yeah, it's like a well, I would say it's like a like if you had biscuits and gravy, it would be like the gnarliest uh, gravy or like a goulash. Like the that's that's what we're yeah. doing. That's that, that, but that's about the extent of it. My brother is uh, by far the more uh, uh, like he's he's the one go. If you see these, pick them up. That's but he he actively seeks them out. Uh, my dad and a couple uh, of the hunting buddies have a little bit more of a pension for me, but I have never been uh, uh, someone that goes out and seeks mushrooms. Now, you, sir, yeah, just before we uh, started recording this podcast, picked up your two phone book size mushroom well, bibles one is a phone book the other the other one is is just a, your pocket guide for when you're, now, you're out and about well one one is a phone book of an actual town of some size and the other one have you ever, have you ever seen the phone book i imagine the phone book in plush is a pamphlet oh yeah so <laughs> yeah like phone book of plush yeah phone book of uh, a major metropolis yeah plush yeah. in portland yeah exactly right. exactly so, so you take this uh based on our sunstone conversation i imagine you take this very very seriously, uh, because I think yeah. that is uh, either a deficiency or a uh, or a uh, a wonder of your uh, of your I, personality. I think that okay, when we talk, like it's a spectrum. Let's call it a spectrum. Right? You're you're uh, you're, <laughs> you're you're obsessive compulsive. Let's just say it. very okay. But here here's here's what I'm not right. Okay, on the front of this book is i believe the author right and and on the front of this this one it is david aurora (laughs) he's holding a trumpet he's holding a trumpet in a tuxedo does he bugle in mushrooms like you would an elk so this is the best part they're getting ready to do a performance for an or like a an ensemble orchestra slash band yeah right and he's in full tux 
and th there's a story in here in this book about it. And he basically he spots these mushrooms out the shant and they're chanterelles yep. outside the the venue. place that they're performing at yeah. the venue. And he's like, oh, my gosh, full stop on everything he's doing. <laughs> and he does like and, and goes and gets the, and he's got this weird smile. on. It's just so great. Yeah. So I'm not here when it like. Like you, it's a you wouldn't miss your trumpet solo to go mushroom yeah, no. picking. Okay. I would not do that thing. Uh, I would not sacrifice certain things to go do that. But that they are delicious. Yeah. And there's ones that I, I'm after and I take them more seriously. Uh, so the first thing for I've got rules out there though, right? Yeah. I, there's, there's, there's a set of rules that I've personally lived by. And to this point I'm alive with it. So we're going to keep going. You've had positive um, reinforcement using this set of rules. So you will continue yeah. to use them. I'm with the, you. The, and rule number one for me is always, I will not eat a mushroom that I have not seen another person that I believe to be better at mushroom hunting than me. <laughs> yeah. Consume. Right. Sure. I, yeah. I will not be, I, I'm not a Guinea pig. That's we ain't we ain't going yeah. down that path because uh, there are a lot of lookalikes and you can get yourself dead doing stupid yeah. stuff. Um, Don't just go around is, popping mushrooms and licking toads. Yeah, it's, gotcha. it's not that way. It is a lot of you're on your hands and knees. You're crawling, you know, you're bear crawl <laughs> looking for them. But it is uh, I, I take that precaution pretty seriously when sure. it comes to the mushrooms. So ones that. More fall, we'll spring. Yep. Well, there spring comes first. Of mushrooms you put those in the wrong up. order. It's spring, then autumn. I apologize. It's okay. I, it's okay. Calendars but, are hard. So, in particular, uh, after, you know, chanterelles, whether they're the yellows or the um, shags, very identifiable mushroom. Not a lot of look mushrooms out there that are shaggy mane like. Um, and then, now, uh, do, 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 can you find both of both of the, because uh, chanterelles I found in the fall. Yep. Like I said, that's about the extent. Can you find those in the spring as well? Or is you can it... you can find white in the spring. You will typically never find I've never seen I don't believe you can find a yellow chanterelle okay. in the spring. Okay. Uh and then the, 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 the basically the same, just yeah. Just and the, and the shaggy, what are they? The shaggy shaggy manes. Okay. They uh quite literally have a cone that comes down and they they have this shaggy look to them. They're they're shaggy. wild looking, but good flavor all Springtime. the way around. Um another one is what, this one so give me give me the season good. when you give me the mushroom the shaggy manes oh oh yeah, yeah. so shaggy mane is a fall okay shaggy manes a fall also typically you're going to find a shaggy most of the ones that i've found are always disturbed area right off of a road uh that's been newly turned over okay. or something like that and there's something that made them pop gotcha you'll normally also be able to find them year over year in this in the same spots uh, you know with weather conducive things happening for them also yeah so you can for mushrooms which is also one of those fun things about mushrooms is you'll you find your spots yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and mark it on your gps and go right back to the yeah, same spot you, you're gonna have pretty good success you don't, you don't tell people about <laughs> like it's a freaking crime to you you're not going to be like casually like oh yeah we're gonna go run out and do this this and this give out the details of where we know like so when we you, record the podcast of of our mushroom hunt it will be top top I'm gonna secret. Pull you first, <laughs> and, spin and me around. Gonna, like it's gonna be very Michael Scott. Spin you around, yeah, yeah, yeah. take you into the woods, and and you'll know you'll know where we're parked, but you're not gonna know the direction we're headed. What's the beauty of of 
the relationship that you and I will have for hunting and for exploration is there there's a very real divide between Oregon and Washington. Yeah. Just because of the, you know, having your home license. I am a Washington resident. You are an Oregon resident. Yep. I'll go on an adventure with you. I'm not poaching <laughs> any of your spots. Same thing. If you come over to Washington, you'll be like, hey, this is great. License and spending more yeah, time. Do things. Yeah, like, yeah. listen, Mount Hood is remarkable. Yeah. Equally, or maybe even more so, Mount St. Helens. And, and Rainier. Well, like, and, you guys, Mount, and Mount Adams, yeah. but Jefferson yeah. and, uh, you know, the sisters. And listen. Yeah. Both states have their beauty, but there is a very real divide of going, yeah, listen, all my hunting, fishing licenses yep. are Washington. Yours are all Oregon, so we'll, we'll, we'll no, cross yeah. over. So yeah. That's always rule number one for me, though, is is the safety of it. Yep. So, oh, other mushrooms, uh, and we'll get in, the, the ones that we're going to be after are morels. Okay. Um, there's uh, the black morel and the uh, and both of them can be found. Generally speaking, you will find a black morel in a burn, a previously burned area. And year one and two after a burn is really when you're going to get the morels to pop after a burn. Okay. So, like, there are a lot of mushroom hunters after the big fire that came through. Um, so secretly, mushroom hunters see that there's a big fire, and everybody else is terrified. The mushroom hunters are like. Yeah, no, they're plan. They're they're plan. They're yeah. plotting a map. Like, yeah. it, like, okay, so where did the fire travel to? Yeah. Got it. Like, they're no, they are all over it. And when we say that, when we say mushroom hunters, there's recreational and there are professional. commercial yeah. professional mushroom hunters, and you will see them out. And they, you remember the movie Spaceballs? Of course, I remember the movie Spaceballs. Come on, we're gonna be combing the desert, uh, yes. right? Okay, they get the big comb the, out, right? think of that but mushroom hunting like like it is droves of people just yeah. walking lines looking at the ground yeah i mean it is they are mushroom hunters combing the forest for what they're after That's and it is intense so rel is arguably the most treasured okay. uh, of of the most mushrooms the spring mushroom only um the white one uh i think some people call them yellow some people call them white but the white being uh one that you will see pop up in the same places year over year okay right so the spots that you and i will have a mix of both i have a handful of spots where it is to this spot and find yellows when i want them okay yellow lights, whatever we call them. but i we will find those there then we will go look for little little lightning strikes where you had small little burns go off and they were kept under control not big massive burns in the yeah. area that we're going this year but There'll be areas and it's what is the what is the seasonality or what is the weather event, whatever it is? Is it, you know, the temperature hits a certain, you know, uh, yeah. How, how do you know? So we, we, we obviously when we talked about sunstones. We're waiting for the thaw. So what is it? What's the indicator that we're ready to go mushroom hunting? Certainly similar let's talk morels in specific because yep. each one is sure. Yeah, different. yeah. Well, we can get into chanterelles and and autumn. Yeah, we can have this. this you know, thing. Um, with morels, what I would say is it is known that it needs to the, the frost needs to be done. Okay. Ultimately, for them to pop up, typically the frost needs to be off the ground. Um, no more morning whether frost, that is, right? Yeah, whether that is because the the spore can't propagate properly, right? Um, there's something about that, that where the, this, it needs to be warm enough during the daytime, 
that they're getting a good amount of sun and they, they just pop up. Yeah. Um, moisture content is a big part of it. Uh, when I went with the kids last year, the end of May, and generally speaking, it's basically, I think you can find them in the beginning of April, mm-hmm. but really by the time we get to the start of Turkey season, which is mid April, yep. that's when they start coming on stronger. Once we get to May, that's their season. Okay. By June, it's too hot, and you won't. Any of them that you're finding are normally dried out. They're 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 rough looking. They're they got a lot of bugs on them. Whatever it is, yeah. they so um so relatively temperate spring stuff where you're getting those flash flash rainstorms, but then the clouds break and it warms that area up. Steam's rising off the yeah. off the forest floor. It's it's an ambiance. There's no doubt about it. Now, the other thing too to know, right, is when it comes to safety things, critter looking for mushrooms <laughs> here. And yeah, what what um, uh, what are the predators looking for mushrooms? Because I you I mean you see you know deer and elk chewing on on uh, on trees and and you yep, know greener, greenery, and then you've got the you know the cougars and the bears chewing on the deer and the elk. All of that. I know that I know. I know you take pigs bear. for truffling. Yeah, a bear would be after could be after some some mushrooms. There's no doubt about it. A bear would a bear would eat mushrooms, um, and it's very likely that deer would eat a mushroom too. <laughs> but in particular, when it comes to the bears, generally speaking, you have bears leaving their hibernation, right? Yeah, and it's only around that April May time frame when fawning and calving season begins for the elk and the deer. Yeah. So that's, and that's a primary target for your big predators looking for, for your too. predators, your bears. But they're supplementing their 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 thirst for uh, protein in in fawns and calves, and they're going and turning over logs, finding yeah. mushrooms, eating the bugs. No berries have ultimately popped yet because that's more yeah. of a summer thing. Yep. And by the time we get to summer, that's how they're putting on their fat because the fawns and the calves are able to run at full tilt yep right get away um so you'll your head is down you're crawling through the woods and can bump into a bear my, my reasonable expectation is that for those of us that go out be prepared for that encounter if that means that it is a weapon for you be prepared if it is be prepared if it's a noise making be prepared the other thing that i do is i have dogs with me yeah like Indy rolls with me. Uh, we've taken my, uh, you'll hear him in the background today. I've got Gus. The kids are at Hawaii with mom and my, my mom. Nice. So uh, I've got the uh, extra dog, but having an animal that a, a bear or a cougar is relatively nervous about yeah. or will alert you to the presence of said animal beforehand. That's important. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And <laughs> I'll tell it. A quick anecdotal anecdotal story from our journey last year. So where you and I will be going, I took the kids, right? Yep. And um, I had put the kids to bed. I have the CVT uh, top on the canopy of the truck, right? And yep. they they they're up there and they're they're doing the bedtime ritual, which is horse around until we're tired enough to close our eyes and then we will sleep. I'm standing next to the fire and it's a little bit drizzly. Uh, which was the mushroom hunting, but it's a little drizzly and I'm standing next to the fire, keeping it warm. And I had parked the trailer for the, the side-by-side down away from the camp, closer to the main road in this little easy to turn. 
and it's probably 75 yards away from where we're camp camp. Yep. Nobody else is in this camp. And I, I have my headlamp and it's got a good enough powerful beam that I can see the reflector lights on the trailer at that distance. And as I, as I glance at the reflector lights, all of a sudden I see a set of eyes down yeah, there. Yeah, you do. Right. And the eyes are going around the trailer, smelling the trailer. Right. Mm-hmm. I can, and I just, you can see this image where it's, I see the eyes, I see the reflector, the, the reflector I can't see anymore. So I can see this, yep. the body of this thing moving between me and the trailer. And I realize it's an animal and I was like, okay. And I keep watching it. And then the animal starts migrating closer to camp and it's, and it, and at one point it's smelling up a tree. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, it, it gets either on its hind legs or very near its hind legs up a tree. And at that point I was like, okay, you're not just a coyote. Like it, I, I started getting the sense that this was something bigger not, than a skunk comfy anymore. Yeah. And it's getting closer down to the truck like i walk you know 15 yards to the truck from the campfire my kids are still and i do this thing where you know rap on the tailgate and i said kids hush right and they knew as soon as i said something they i mean it's quiet yeah like i said there's something out here and the next thing they hear is load a shell in the shotgun that the earlier pump yeah. yep. shotguns down right and I take a couple of steps away from the truck and I have my headlamp on toward this animal and it starts running and and let's, I mean, it's a run. It was running toward me, like, but kind of almost a quartering toward me kind of direction. And it's moving toward me and it's kind of got its head low. And then all of a sudden at like 30 yards, it, I, I hollered and it turned and it goes up the camp away from our camp up this little hill and I wasn't going to shoot, but turns it's turns back and looks back at me. Right. Like it wasn't afraid. Like it was like, generally speaking, animals that are afraid, they don't stop to look back. No, they They don't want to know what it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I've, I've seen bear and cougars and, and, both in daylight. Yeah. Different at night. But, but if they want to disappear, they They disappear. Yeah, like absolutely gone. Not as much as say prey, a deer or an elk will disappear much quicker. Yeah. yeah. But it was really brazen of this animal. And that was when I cracked off a shot, not at it, but in the air just to say, no, 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 you aren't (laughs) welcome here. Yeah. Um, Top of the food chain here. It took off and it was gone. Um, So what I is for 100% certainty, what exactly it was, I'd never got a good look at its body the way. So the way it lunged, like as it was running, it was like a, a the, they, it's bears have it's they a have rolling, a yeah. Like it, so it. My gut in the original said bear, but then when it turned back and like looked at us, that's not a bear move normally. And yeah. I was like, that could have been a young wolf. Like it could have been yeah. a young a young wolf brazen and stupid because he's a young wolf running yeah. around yeah. looking for looking for an easy meal um so be prepared for the wildlife that could exist in your space because you're entering their space it, it, they don't really care yeah. and um this is an area that has a higher higher bo- population of bears and a known wolf pack that's roaming so yeah. it's not impossible to hear them at night howling and all those fun things which is kind of a nice ambiance really it's yeah. Kind of cool. yeah um so but then Okay, go ahead. 
Sorry, no, no, no. That that's the end of the anecdotal story. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the and what's what's the goal, right? So you're sure. you're going and spending. What do you do? A day at a time? A weekend at a time? Like how how many mushrooms you trying to pull? What's the you know what what are you trying to accomplish? I mean, as many as possible. <laughs> sure, but it, but it, but is that like yeah. so? So a, a great day is what a duffel bag full of them. Oh, a yeah, truck, I mean if you're if you're walking barrel. back with a couple of pounds yeah. of of you know mushrooms in a, in your little satchel or whatever you're taking to to um to do that. And you don't want to put them in any plastic bags or anything like that because they kind of need to have a little breathe. Um, I mean, you can a little while, but not. Yeah, generally speaking, we bring um, like a, uh, they make these produce bags that are cloth, like yep. a white cheesecloth bag almost. Yep. Gives them, allows air to be moving between them, but it'll knock the dirt off of the mushrooms as they're kind of rolling around in the bag a little bit. But, you know, you're, you're normally trying to keep that bag. You don't want to put that bag normally like in a backpack because then you're stuffing stuff on top of it. Yep. The, the mushrooms are fragile. So you, you, you treat it with kid gloves as you're, you're hiking around and doing your thing. Um, the other thing you don't need like a shovel or anything. Normal. Uh, you bring a small little pocket knife. Yep. Cause what you want to do is you're cutting the stem. You're not plucking the mushroom that can remove the spore. So you're cutting the stem at the base and you're only, and you're, so you're leaving this little, yep. little nub on the ground. Yeah. Um, treat them like, treat them like your annual flowers. You want them to want them to grow back. Yeah. And like you said, you have your spots where you know, they're going to be. So you yeah. want to, you want to make yeah. sure that you, uh, take care of it so it can be there next year. So, other things, you know, when it comes to, you know, if you're like, if you're coming back with a couple of pounds, you're doing, you're doing out there <laughs> getting your mushrooms. So the day, the, the last year in the two days that I went with the kids, we came back with 10 point ounce of mushrooms from this area. It was stellar. Nice. I mean, commercial levels of, of mushrooms, no doubt about it. Um, and it was, it was phenomenal. That part was, is the, the sheriff, we, we come out on the road from where we had been hiking up this, this old, old, old log road. And, um, we come out and the sheriff just happens to be running by up this, you know, uh, up the highway between, well, I'm not going to give the exact location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't do that. Uh, yeah, we can't do that. But the sheriff comes by, but, but, and he but our listeners now know that there is a road. Do you want me to scrub there, it? I can go back and edit that. Well, no, they can know. Okay. It's fine. There's a lot of roads out there. Okay. Um, but the sheriff comes by and he's like, how'd you guys do? And, you know, you, you hold up your, your bag and, and it's like a trophy, you know? Sure. And he's like, oh yeah, that's a good haul for, you know, how long were we out? And I was like, oh, a couple hours. And great stuff. Cause they're also doing it too on their off time. They're, they guarantee the sheriff is running on these roads. Oh yeah. You know, he's looking off the roads, looking for him too. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. Nobody's just talking about it, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, so yeah, we, but you're looking for when it comes to, uh, as far as location and what you're looking for. Cause it, I will talk about that yeah. as generalities. I'm happy to talk about that. Um, you're looking for relative shade, uh, in your big timber, you have big firs, you have big pines, stuff like that. And then in Oregon, we chip, we will typically find them around the base of a mix of that. Then all of a sudden there's like where you get a vine maple that comes out of the yep. ground. And that's the hardwood is, is, is part of that spore. So where, where the big timber meets kind of some of the deciduous. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yep. And so you're in a lot of Creek bottoms, right? Mm -hmm. Cause you're close to moisture. Typically you're moving, you know, if you have a, if you have a known Creek flowing for us, what we're doing is we're walking up that Creek looking along the banks. And then there's these little shoots of, you know, little fingers that come off 
that meet that drainage and we're going up there and we're looking in those and just, yeah. and it's, it's literally a quick look um, because once you find one, you're, you're, you you kind of get into a whole bunch of them, yeah. right? They, they pop up as a spore. So you, you find one, you find a good number and uh, that's, it's really fun that way. And the neat part is, is like for morel hunting, it's fascinating because there'll be a little, little ground cover, right. That's yeah. hiding them. So it's easier to see them when you're, you get at the ground level, but from up above a small little leaf could just be hiding yeah. one really obscure, like, and you know, some of them, you can find them as small as your pinky. You can find them as big as your palm. That's okay. the other thing about a morel is there is no, the, the, the size difference astronomical Got generally it. speaking people will tell you that the small ones taste the best okay are you looking for relatively flat areas where the the creek's kind of bottoming it out or would that just be a convenience factor like if, if, if you're going through what's yeah what, what's your elevation change are you you you, you hiking oh. up the you hiking up this the steepest part of the ridge or no no it's to give you an, a lot of what i target is going to be uh you have forest roads, gravel forest roads, yep. right? And these would have been a long time ago. This is access to timber for sure. old old forestry. Yeah, logging. Right? Yeah. yeah. Back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, you know, mm -hmm. early 19th, early Um, And some of these roads are now not in use. They're, well, they're all grown road. up and you have timber that's yeah, fallen over them. And those are areas that I'm targeting Got for it. sure. Yeah. Um, but is there's that just reasons. for ease it's of like access? Disturbed. What was that? Is that more for ease of access? Yeah, because a lot of times it's I have the kids with me and having the kids with me, it's like, oh, you don't want to you're not trying to get them hot, sweaty and <laughs> tired too quick. So yeah. you're doing is making it as easy as you possibly can. Like The funny part was, is, you know, last summer we did a three mile in three mile back trip to a gold mine in the mid last year. And that was six, six miles. I know for a fact that if I were to map out some of our, some of our mushrooming, yeah. it's about the same amount of walking, sure. right? But it's slower pace. Your Robert head's on the ground. Crawling. You're, you're, you're just doing, and you're just farting around the woods. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no destination hiking. So for the kids, the griping that I heard on this six mile round trip. Uh, we almost there. It, yeah, yeah. Al almost there yeah. versus the mushroom hunting the next corner could have a, a batch of mushrooms and yeah. they're just as intrigued to find them as you are. So it's, it's fun that way. I enjoy that a lot. Uh, they don't, and, but they get to a point where they're like, okay, I'm tired. I want to be done. And you're holding the bag of, you know, a couple pounds of mushrooms. You're like, yeah, I'm good too. Like it, it cool. can end yeah. whenever you're done. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So you go out there, you get the mushrooms, you handle them with the kid's glove, you take good care of them, you get out of the woods with 10 pounds of morel mushrooms. Yeah. As you said, this is a professional's uh, haul out of, it was. Out, was out of the woods. Day. Okay, so now, what do you do with 10 pounds of morel mushrooms? You keeping those, yeah. keeping those to yourself? You, you, you inviting everybody yeah. over? No, nobody gets, <laughs> no, nobody. <laughs> so quite. That was a quick answer. <laughs> Also, the reason I bring my children is for greed, right? Sure, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. eat mushrooms, but dang it, they'll find the heck out of them. Sure, so yeah, yeah. find dad more mushrooms, kiddos. Let's do that game. <laughs> um, so that's that's part of it. The other part, too, so when it comes to the mushrooms, the first thing is, is I'll generally select the higher quality ones that I, that I want to eat right then and there. It's butter, it's salt, 
slice them up like maybe like even the small ones just one slice open and then or and just grill them like you're quick, like yeah. you're grilling bacon yeah just like I a mean, little saute like a little do a little butter yeah, in the quick pan. saute yeah. butter yeah. yeah but it is they're they're freaking phenomenal i'm so excited just thinking about it because <laughs> we're only like we're less than a month away from right now yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'll find them morels um because i am out because the other thing that i do is then i will take the rest of them um and i'll put them in a food dehydrator okay uh other people do they'll hang them up whether it's like on a little piece of string or fishing line and dry them that way hanging 10 pounds of mushrooms is that's 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 tedious stuff so i go through and dehydrate them really well and make it so that i can then store them in a mason jar yeah okay Uh, you get to what is it like 13 percent moisture and you're not gonna have any spoilage uh something something like that so yeah and you'll know once once they've like uh they get to a certain texture where they almost uh papery feel to them sure and you'll know like okay we're we're where we need to be they're really light like it just yeah. it, they feel like popcorn almost sure. like once you get to that that spot um and then i put them in a mason jar and either i will add them to a noodle sauce yep. stuff in for a dinner on uh recipe but my biggest one is i will add them to my eggs in the morning oh there you go I'm, I'm big fan of that. So, but yeah, there's no doubt that my, my initial goal is how many can I eat fresh? Sure. Like before my tum tum starts, starts acting up, you (laughs) know what I mean? Yeah. Before the tum tum says no more. Yeah. uh, You can can eat much of a good thing. It is possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's a great, it's, it's so much fun. And then the goal after you want to keep them as cool as possible, but you want to keep them, also starting to dry out right yeah. so uh i bring paper bags for that yep. um we'll lay them out on bags, paper yeah. a little bit and if they're buggy you do wash them i mean you give them in some in some water you let them soak for a little bit just to get any of the bugs because the morel itself is a cone the inside of it it it'll get uh, yeah. there could be bugs in there and they're nothing that hurt you eating them yeah. i mean if you were to eat a bug it's you're eating a bug it's whatever yeah you grow up Grow yeah, up. Grow you up. need a bug. Right. Like, listen, people... like, like, let's be real. You're eating something that just grew from dirt. I mean, like, yeah. are, are you really like, how is the bug? Listen, being... If you, if you dropped a piece of pizza and it lands cheese side up, you're picking it up off the floor and eating it anyway. I mean, let's, let's be honest. We're all disgusting. Well, I mean, I got all that flack for the Tootsie Roll that was wrapped in a parking lot, yeah. right? Back in 2020. <laughs> and that turned into a whole shtick. Well, it started where, the like, pandemic. Is that is where COVID person. came from was that. That yeah, that yeah, I started it. it yeah. Was me. It was um. Me. All right. Well, it sounds like we've got a pretty good outline of what we're gonna do. We just now we just need to wait for the weather to cooperate, and that works so well with sunstones. Yeah, it did. <laughs> so, but I mean, at the end of the day, also, I'm kind of excited about it because it just means that we'll probably be able to mix up. Yeah, and, works for and me. Just get to it. So no, it'll be fun. Um. But oh, so. The books. Yes, yes, yes. So, so if anybody's looking for resources, yeah. okay. This this one is my pocket guide, and you can tell it's a pocket guide because it is beat up. But it's by David Aurora, and it's all that the rain promises and more. Okay. And it is a pocket guide to Western mushrooms. This book is its colors, yeah, uh, it's colored a lot pictures, of photos, which, everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that because the cut like. This is another one that was made by the same author and it's mushrooms demystified. And this is black and white. I, 
Color is very subjective. How do you define tan versus how I define yeah. tan when judging mushrooms? What, what do you do for your day job? <laughs> well, I do the, exactly. I do the color <laughs> thing, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, well, you said white. I, I'm seeing more of a, a flesh tone here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it'll, that's enough for me to say, nope, I don't want that mushroom. I don't know what that is. So, um, oh, the other ones that are big in Oregon, uh, as we get into uh, the these are the matsutakis end of summer okay. early fall matsutaki mushrooms you'll see mushroom mushroomers out eating getting those they say uh when you smell those ones smell too that's sure. the other thing about mushrooms um but it's like a cinnamony smell oh. to them right. so they, they have a great flavor for when you cook i mean they're fun it's just but yeah you for those of us that mushroom you have your spots and you just hold on to that. it all right like yeah, I, I well, we'll see how the adventure goes. I will go with you to your spot, and then what yeah. we will what we'll do is we'll talk about you know the profile of that spot, and then uh, I'll I'll come up uh, to the uh, the north side of the Columbia, and I'll find my own my own spot. And you will. If if that's the other thing, if if this goes as well as you think that it will, I think I have. What I will say is the amount of moisture also helps the mushrooming there because more moisture means more mushrooms. Woo. Dry springs do not help us. Well, so, so far, so far, so good in the spring. Yeah, it's record levels, right? Perfect. Record there you go. All right, that's another episode of the How To Podcast. If you want more of, uh, of us talking to each other about stuff and things, uh, Odyssey app, odyssey.com. Uh, just search How To with Luke and Ben. Uh, and our next episode may be sunstoning. And it may be it may be mushroom hunting. We'll see how the weather cooperates. Absolutely. All right, Ben. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you as always. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll talk at you people later. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.